ready? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I already started recording. Oh my god, I was to say I want to get it done so I can eat. <laughs> what are you eating? Nothing. Where are you going? Nowhere. I'm broke. I don't have money to get food. You get paid this week? I get paid today. How are you broke already? Because I didn't get my money in yet. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? You think I'm a big spender? Uh, yeah, you kind of are. <laughs> I spend a lot on food because it's a necessity. I feel like our entire family spends a lot on food. Yes, because we love food here. We do. You know what? Mom, so our mother spends so much money on food. Mm -hmm. Love you, Mom, if you listen to this episode. Um, And it was so sweet but sad because I asked her one day when she came and dropped off food for the baby and Jess and I. I was like, why do you why do you spend so much money on food? Like you don't you don't need to do that. It's all right. And she's like, you know, I grow I grew up with not having a lot of food and I never want to deprive my babies of not having food. So I just spend all my money on food to make sure you guys are fed. And my heart I love you, Mom. Oh, I just oh I'm gonna cry. <laughs> we have to we have oh. to make sure she listens to this episode. Yes, now. She but must. I like oh my god, my heart. It made me feel so happy, you. but so sad. We love you so much. Um, hello. Hi. Welcome to Crime Sunday. What episode is this? Six? Six. We're rolling. Ah, we got international listeners now. Shout out to, what did I say? Australia, Australia. Sweden, Canada. I really uh, want to move to Canada. Um, and Germany. Hello. Hello. That's so exciting. Yeah. We still don't have an email for anyone, so if anyone wants to email us. Please talk to us. We're lonely. I'm kidding. That is so sad. What did you say? I said, please talk to us. We're lonely. We are. We We need friends. We love love talking to new people, especially during a pandemic. If you just want to be a pen pal, yo, that'd be cool. Pen pals are fun. Yes. Be pen pals with us. We can talk crime. That's like the best type of pen pal. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about sounding creepy or anything. Exactly. The other person is as creepy as you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's just vibing on a different exactly. level. Exactly. Join our crime tribe. Yeah. And vibe with us. Uh, so Taylor and I are on two mics today. If you haven't noticed, it sounds 10,000 times better yes. than all our previous episodes. Yes. We're not going to say... We're gonna be we're gonna be um, positive about it, and we're gonna put good vibes into the universe, and yeah. everything's gonna go well and smooth. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be great. Yes. Um, it's Taylor's week this week. Yeah. Hey. So this is a case that I actually we recorded it before. Way 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 before way back it was during like it was Halloween. Like, it was year. still while we were. It's in October, actually. We recorded in October. And it was still when... Was it in October? Yeah, because it was before. It was like the week before Halloween, I remember. Oh, you're right. Because yeah. we were like, we should get an episode out on Halloween. But then we never and did. And you and I are bums, and we never did. But now we're going to record this one, because I actually really, really like this case. Yeah, this is a good case. I've already heard the case, but... I don't remember a lot of it, so I will try to be as surprised with my reactions if I can. <laughs> and I mean, I but wrote, it is a good case. I wrote more cohesive notes this okay. time, so good, everything's good, good. in one place instead of me trying to flip pages. And it's <laughs> it's probably not a case a lot of people have heard of. Like I've never heard of it until you told me you were gonna do it, and I was like, "What? 
Yeah, it's a very, like, spooky case. Not really spooky, it's more, like, paranormal. Yeah, Taylor's more into that paranormal shit yes, than I am. Yes, I love a mix of true crime and paranormal. Yep. Ghost and shit. Yep. Um, I don't have a lot to say today. Me neither. So, let's do it. Because right. we usually spend, like, 15 or 20 minutes just talking in our episodes. I know, I think it's today. It's just, like, it feels weird today, you know? What type of weird? We, I don't know. I've just been, Let me just tell you that I spent the last hour of my shift at work not knowing what I was doing. And my manager was just like, are you okay? You were just doing the motion. I was just doing stuff. And then I just wasted like 30 minutes talking to someone else. And I never... Because <laughs> I was 20 minutes late clocking out because I was too busy talking instead of doing my actual job. And you still showed up earlier than I thought. Yes. So I didn't... I didn't look back at our text or anything and i just assumed that taylor was gonna come after i got off at 4 30 like around six like she usually does no and then she texted me at like four and she's like i'm here and i look at my phone i was like what the fuck i was like why are you here and she's like i got off at three i told you you did tell me i just i don't pay attention i need to pay attention more yes you do we can talk about that a little bit i really do need to pay attention more (laughs) like if anything you should be the one that has more you you should have a better attention span than i do because my attention span is shit i feel like my attention span has dropped since i've had a baby I was about to say since the pandemic, because mine has gotten worse. <laughs> no, I think I'm just so like, I zone out a lot more. That sounds so bad. I zone out a lot more because my brain is consumed about the child. The child is everything. I have a parent brain now. Is that a thing now? Is that I a don't thing know. People I'm going to make it a thing. Okay. Because you said pregnancy brain before. And I was not pregnant. No. And I'm like, you weren't <laughs> even the one carrying I the baby. I was symp- sympathetic pregnant. <gasps> you know what I want? What? Boba. Shut the fuck up. Yes. You know, Do you want to get Boba Jess, on the way home? Jess got a notification on her phone from Starbucks and Kung Fu Tea. And she was like, my phone really wants me to get something later today. Do you want to get Boba when you drop me off later? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway. Boba, Serena and Imani were here last night and they got boba after they <sighs> shout out to the cuzos did they get bengal tea what did they get i don't know what they got okay well they should if you're <laughs> listening you should get that because that is they are delicious now because serena was like she's like i didn't know y'all had a podcast and i was like yeah listen to it sis and I told Imani about it, and uh, I told him, I was like, it's going to be graphic, because it's true crime, so <laughs> you've never seen this side of Taylor and I. <laughs> yeah, you know, we have that side. It's not a bad side. No. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people listen to true crime nowadays, that it's kind of normal. You know, a lot of people Or you're not are... as surprised when someone says, yeah, I listen to true crime podcasts. Everyone's listening to everything now, because yeah. you know what? I literally, let me, one more thing before we get started. We have a manga <laughs> section at work. Yeah. I literally got, don't, don't. I'm never actually given manga or anime. Yeah, so I'll just shut up. attack her, please. Whoa, I'm whoa, kidding. Whoa. No, we do not condone violence and attacking <laughs> in this space. But we literally got so much manga in, like, yeah. two carts full of manga. Two carts? Yeah, because they keep on sending us all this shit because. And I mean that in a good way because I love manga. Um, because everyone's <laughs> buying it. 
Because they're exploring and exploring they're now. branching into new subjects of books and yes, comics that they but haven't. I'm happy. Look, look at this picture of your nephew. <gasps> he looks so happy. Isn't he cute? He's there. Oh, what does he remind me of? He reminds me of something. He reminds me of fish from SpongeBob. Fish? Of the fishes from SpongeBob, the huh? generic side character fishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean that in a good way. I was going to say, they're not really cute. What are you trying to say? <laughs> it's cute. Trying to say? <gasps> no, do you remember? There's that Spongebob episode uh, where... So sorry. Oh, my God. nasty. Excuse my soul. Oh, my God. She... <laughs> <laughs> there's a Spongebob... Spongebob... Spongebob episode where he grows that chicken beak. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Okay, well, anyway. I okay. think I do. Think? I'll show you a picture later. <laughs> we can compare. <laughs> so, anyway... Teresita anyway. Bassa. Yeah, that's the case I'm doing. Six. Let's go. Yeah, I just named the case already. So it's Teresita Bassa, also known as the ghost who solved her own murder. Ooh. Wow. So it's a very, very old case. It happened in the 70s in Chicago. Not super old, uh, but older. I think it's older. Older. Definitely older than some of the other cases, except the. Um, Cordelia Botkin one was pretty Yeah, that one was, that one was well, old. What was that? That was the candy murder where she yeah, mailed what year someone. Was that? The oh, 20s? I think so. It was definitely earlier than it this, was, yeah, I super, think. I mean, they didn't have pictures. They had like black and white pictures um, of her, but they were like. It happened there. during the Civil War. If, oh, okay. Or sometime in See, that time. See, I don't time. know that is, though. Cause I think I, it's the 1930s. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't I'm say a date. I'm terrible at history. Listen. And also, I have not been in school for a very long time. I'm also terrible at history. I fucking hate history. out of school. Oops. That doesn't matter. You think I absorb anything in history class? No. Probably not. <laughs> All right. All right. Teresita Bassa. So, a little background wait, wait, knowledge. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Isn't it Teresita? Teresita Bassa? I don't have the Filipino accent. I don't know why you're well, telling me to do it like that. Well, I only know it's Teresita because South of the Border. Yeah. That Netflix show I was talking about with the coca and the cocaína oh, okay. and stuff like that. The main character's name is Teresita. Really? I kind of like the name Well, no, Teresita. her name is Teresa, but the guy calls her Teresita. So I was cry. like, it's probably that. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Teresita Bassa. Yeah. So, she was born in the Philippines in hey. 1929. Shout out to our Filipinos. Yeah. Because we Filipino. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> she was a native. <laughs> okay. She was a native to Dumaguete on Negros Island. And she was a daughter of a wealthy lawyer. Ooh. So, she from that rich family. Get that money, money. Yeah. She was apparently from an aristocratic family. Ooh, fancy. So fancy, fancy, fancy. We i guess all right so she studied in assumption college in manila before she moved to the u.s in the 1960s to get a master's in music at indiana university before going to chicago to switch over to study inhalation what you say oh my god when we recorded this the first time I was so confused as to what inhalation therapy was. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. I was like, wait, in in inhalation, like breathing 
And I was like, duh, breathing therapy. He said breathing? I just, the word inhalation did not click in my mind that it was the same as breathing. See, I've never actually heard inhalation a lot. Okay, so. <laughs> I haven't, I've never heard of inhalation therapy. We need to expand our vocabulary. We do. <laughs> That's sad because inhalation is such a basic word. It is. It's, we're sad in general. It's fine. <laughs> Two sad Ooh. sisters. So, yes, that's our podcast. Two, two sad sisters. Yes. That's depressing. <laughs> Not sad emotional, but saddest in life-wise. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Right. Anyway. She came to America to study music originally. America. Yeah, America. I'm just your background, like, background singer. You're America. Just the sound effects. <laughs> so, she studied music at first, but then... She decided to kind of deviate a little to do a little bit of medicine. Ooh. So she was a very smart cookie. Smart cookie. Very accomplished. She also... I wish I um, was <laughs> Okay. Did I have a stroke? What did I say? We have to go back and listen to that because I don't know what the fuck I said. I was going to say, I wish I was accomplished, but it did not come out like that. All right. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. I can't. <laughs> That was what such wrong with me. Oh it's <laughs> <laughs> Your brain died a little bit. It really did. I lost oh, some God. brain cells in that moment. <laughs> I don't have any more brain cells to lose. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, after that whole ordeal, she began to work as a respiratory tech at Edgewater Hospital while enrolled at... L- Loyola University for her thesis in music. Wait, let me see it. Oh my god, I can't say it. Loyola. It's the Y. I can't say the fucking Y. Where is it? Where is it? I can't. I'm gonna stop. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, we're not there. Oh. Loyola? (laughs) Did you have such an easy time saying that? Loyola. 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 Okay, everyone correct this. L-O-Y-O-L-A. Loyola. Loyola. I'm pretty sure that's lo- lo- Now I can't say it. <laughs> I've Loyola. Loyola. Shall we? Hold on. Hold on. Are you... <laughs> we need to figure this out. Yes. <gasps> Do you hear that? I think... I really think it's the phones. Cause Is it, it? I had my phone in my pocket. That's really loud, actually. Is it? <gasps> oh, we solved the mystery. It's the I told you phone. it was the phones for the longest time. Wait. No, it's, no, not. it's not doing <laughs> No, it's definitely the phones. Okay. Well, okay, hold on. Oh, it's in Maryland? No, this is in Chicago. It's the phone. It's the fucking I, phone. Look, it's I just your took phone. my phone. It's my it's phone. It's your phone. <gasps> is it not yours? <laughs> no, it's not. I'm just gonna stay a little bit away from the mic just in case. Loyola University. Okay, hold on. Gotta do it again. Come on, Google. She said Loyola. Loyola University. So, there Loyola University. Look at us. Oh, wow. oh my god, okay. we deviated so much. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so yes, 
respiratory tech at Edgewater Hospital and enrolled at Loyola University. Look at that. Oh, my God. That was so good. Spot on. Wow, yes, so sis. so smooth. Look at me articulate. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what... The, I wrote this note. So she was like a double-edged blade with a foot in music and the other in medicine. Am I okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Why did you write that comparison? That was my writer brain. Were you on taking drugs? Over, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Okay, anyway. <laughs> and to add her to her accomplishments, she was also teaching piano on the side mm. and writing a book. She is just doing everything. She is who I aspire to be. You want to be an inhalation therapist that plays piano? And right. want to be a double-edged sword? <laughs> Shut up. Just cutting through life, getting by. <laughs> okay, snaps for the poetry. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh, okay, and what did I say? She event- She essentially sounded like she liked to live her life like very... Purposeful. Purposefully, that's the word, yes. I wish I could do that. Like, she was on... <laughs> episode is just us flaming ourselves literally this episode is us sorrowing into our feelings and (laughs) what we what we could be (laughs) what we could be but aren't i know you could be anything you want guys just put your mind yes don't be like just do it like shia do it oh my god that's such an old thing i know so taking it back all right so her friends (laughs) her friends described her as a very straight person who was the type of person to keep alcohol in the fridge for her friends when they came over, even though she didn't drink alcohol herself. That's a good-ass friend, right? bro. She's a very nice person. That's good. That's a good... See, my I'm the friend that buys alcohol and drinks, like... I'll buy, like, a lot of it, and I'll drink, like, one can, and it sits there for months until I have people come over and drink it for me. And then I'll have one with them. And then after they leave, I won't drink it again until the next time they come oh back. God. That's just you having self-control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go on to the juicy details. Oh, the murder. The murder. The murder. The murder. I'm so sorry. Oh, my I'm God. So that was I don't even horrible. have nails, so I don't know why I tried to do that. <laughs> You just have. I just literally like. You just have stubs. But you, my little stubs on the mic. <laughs> the mic with your stubs. Ew. Okay. okay. Anyway, so on February twenty first, nineteen seventy seven, a friend of Basa, Ruth Loeb, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's spelled L O E B. L O B E. Oh, L O E B. Christ. Lo- L-O-E-V. E-B. Yeah, Loeb. Sure. I guess. Um, she was said to have said that, oh my god, what is my brain? Was said to have had a 20-minute phone call with Bassa at around 7.30, where somewhere during the conversation, Teresita actually had mentioned she had an unnamed male visitor with her. Unnamed, she said. Then, at around 8.40 p.m., neighbors down the hall reported to have smelled smoke. Mm. And the janitor was called, and then the janitor called the fire department, 
I don't understand why someone just didn't call the fire department in general. Are you drinking your water? Yeah, you so trying sure. to do some acrobatics <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm doing backflips to get my water bottle. Yeah. yeah, why didn't anyone call the... Why did they wait until the janitor did it? Because they informed the janitor and then the janitor called. So they they just call. I don't know, man. Maybe they're just like, I'm going to mind my own business and I'll just tell the janitor that type of thing. If there's smoke, everyone, call. Be a good neighbor and be concerned, please. Be a good neighbor. Stay fine and stare. What is not even the right thing? It's, it's like not. a good neighbor. It's, wow. <laughs> oh my god. What is wrong? I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry if this annoying or this episode is annoying to y'all today. <laughs> we're just we're in a mood. This is us. We are in a mood. Yes. Okay. All right. So they could, the fire department was eventually called out of all of that telephone going on. <laughs> so upon arriving, they found Teresita's body. On a pile of smoldering mattresses. Bruh. With her clothes piled on top. Bruh, that shit was fresh. Yeah. It was smoldering. Did they, did, so they didn't put the fire out. It was already out? Apparently, it was probably going out. That's what it seemed like. Because smoldering is oh, kind of like... It's like fizzly. Like when you blow a candle out. Yeah. And you still see the embers. It's not like fully a fire fire. Yeah. But... I, blew a, I blew our candle out the other night. And I freaked out because two big chunks of embers flung places. And I was so scared I was going to burn the house down. So I like... Did that thing where you lick your finger and oh my and god! Them. You know I dropped a candle on my floor the other day. It's fine. Did I didn't burn anything everywhere? down. No, because I just uh, lit it, but I didn't burn anything down. It's okay. Oh, okay that's good, good. My whole room's a fire hazard. Oh jeez. All right, so they found her body on a pile of smoldering mattresses. Her clothes were on top. Um, her body was stabbed with a butcher knife mm. that was still embedded to the hilt. On mm. her chest. Jeez. Yeah, that's a really. Fu- I can't. That actually makes Ow. me. I know. Makes my chest hurt. I know. They just left it there and yeah, to the hilt, bro. too. There was a whole butcher knife. Jesus. It's a butcher knife. Jesus Christ. Yeah, a butcher knife is big, right? It's yeah. one of those big ass. It's gigantic. Is it the square ones? I'm being stupid. I actually right now. don't know. I'm going to assume it's the square Google ones because that's what I imagine a butcher knife is. Are you going to Google it? Well, yeah. while she's doing that. So, that whole thing happened when they discovered her body. It was horrific. I didn't see any pictures. I don't know if there are any pictures. It's the big boy. It's the big boy, the square one. Yeah, the big square one. But I didn't see any pictures. I got all my information from old newspapers from around that time when the case first started. There weren't any released pictures from what I saw. Oh, okay. the crime scene. Uh, so I don't know if I would want to see that, honestly. No. But um, actually, a, <laughs> okay. a butcher knife can actually be several different knives. So They're just used by butchers. We just know that it was a knife that was left embedded, I guess. We yeah. don't know what it exactly looked like. It could be like. long and skinny. It could be the thick cleaver-like. Knives. I hope it's not the cleaver one. I know. That's what I was thinking, though, because that's what you think of when you automatically think of a butcher's yeah, knife. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, because when they usually, when you usually see butchers, like in shows or TV and movies, they're using, they're using the big cleaver to butcher like a pig or something. Oh, I hate that. But Ooh. it could be several different knives. All right. Well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Nice. <laughs> and that's it. The end. Okay. <laughs> so... 
upon them arriving after they found the body, her apartment was actually... I like how I'm just jumping back into it in the middle of these interruptions. I know, right? Her apartment was ransacked, so it was... Things were all over the place. Someone was, like, looking through stuff. It was a mess. Mm. Um... And while they assumed at first it was not a, there was no sexual assault that happened. Yeah. Um, her body was naked, I believe, because they found her clothes on top of her body. Did there. It... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there is the thing. I think you're probably gonna bring it up, but there is the thing where they thought that the killer was trying to make it seem like there was sexual assault that happened. Mm. but it wasn't but because, there wasn't yeah any. they did a they did like the whole investigation thing to see okay. if it happened well that's there's no evidence on it good yes um there was evidence of stra- of strangulation and stabbing though like marks on her neck and stuff like that yeah like okay. she was strangled and stabbed and yeah obviously um, stabbed they just assumed like i said that the murderer was attempting to throw them off by stripping her and probably, burning her body. Yeah, probably buying more time for himself or yeah, herself. To probably, like, get his act together and yeah. try and hide evidence or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... What was I doing? So, they believed at first that it was someone she knew. Because there was that whole thing with the phone call where she said she had an unnamed male visitor. Yeah, from she what was her on the said. yeah she was on the yeah. her, on the phone with her friend for like twenty minutes and she heard like I don't know if they actually investigated for forced entry or anything but they just straight away assumed I'm gonna guess they were so forced entry that it yeah. was something she knew because she probably just let them into the house yeah that's true she trusted them enough or knew them that she would invite them in yeah and they first suspected the boyfriend which of course they would go for well yeah the significant yeah, other first always because it said that they would argue but it said occasionally so occasionally argue that just seems like a normal but that's, thing yeah i was gonna say that's normal relationships yeah stuff. so and then they suspected a few co-workers but those turned out to be dead ends so there was like a lot of following dead ends that led nowhere for her case i hate those because it's such like I don't want to say it's a waste of time, but it's so disheartening when you you followed a trail or a lead and then it just it leads just leads nowhere. nowhere. It sucks. Man. Um, but there was one thing though that yeah. they found at the crime scene. So I don't know the specifics of it because it was mentioned very briefly in the newspapers as I was reading on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But they did find a piece of paper that said, get concert tickets for AS. Okay. And that was something that they found in the scene. That would be more relevant later on. But AS, keep yeah, that in mind. I don't think I remember this. <laughs> you don't? Okay. <laughs> well, um, so the police could find very little reason for the murder. They couldn't really find a lot of um, evidence on who it would be. They couldn't find any leads. So okay. the investigation was very stagnant. For yeah. a little bit. Um, until, Ooh. and this is where things start to get interesting, we have a Mrs. Remabias Chua and her husband, Dr. Jose Chua, and they come into the scene. Yeah. All right. So Mrs. Chua worked briefly with, I'm also sorry if I'm pronouncing that so wrong, it's a Filipino name. What is it? <laughs> Chua, C-H-U-A. Chua. C-H-U-A. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't know. Assume. We'll just. Right. We'll, but we'll, we'll wing it. Wing it. We're Please winging everything. Us always. 
but she worked really briefly with Teresita at Edgewater Hospital. So they didn't really know each other. <laughs> You're yawn. <laughs> they didn't really know each other. But Mrs. Chua had actually come one day to the police to say that Ooh. Teresita Bossa herself had possessed her and had named her killer. Bruh. Yes. Possession is scary. It seems like a very scary thing. Like, I, I believe in it. <laughs> Is that all you're going to say? Yeah. I'm about to say when I wake up, I'm probably possessed by a demon because I act so, like, I act so mean in the morning. No, you know when you're fucking possessed, when you're hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Taylor literally turns into a different person when she's hungry. And she's hungry all the time. I know. Like, during work, when I'm hungry and I haven't eaten yet, oh my God, I am so sorry to my coworkers. They probably have to deal with mine. But it's like you have levels. Like, when you're really, really. Like, I know you're really hungry and I need to get food in you now. It's when you're, like, dead silent. Like, we would, we'll be having a conversation and laughing and stuff. And then five seconds later, it hits her. And she's just dead silence. And it looks like she hates the world. And someone took away all her food when she was a child. And she hasn't eaten in her whole 19 years of I life. I sound like those baby alive dolls that just have instantaneous yes, reactions yes, to when like they're the, hungry. The dolls that you get when you're a kid... And you're supposed to keep them alive. <laughs> That's you. I like how... I like you literally how. have a switch. A hungry <laughs> switch. That's me right now. Yeah, but you're not at I'm that not point. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Not, af- you're probably going to need a snack after we record. <laughs> because if you don't, you're probably going to get I to that like point. I sound like a toddler. You really... Oh my god, you're just a giant toddler. This is- this is what Noah's going to be like. No, he's not. <laughs> you know what? All kids be. go through that. They it's do. Oh, I like okay. how he went from Stop. possession he's, to this. I know, right? <laughs> he's only like five weeks old, though. Do it. Oh. I think he turns five He turns five weeks this Friday. I it's can't so believe cute. it's been that long already. He's growing so much. Stop. No, he's not. I want him to stay little. <laughs> Everyone's... Help. So he was... I, told, I think I told everyone on the podcast that he was born 10 pounds 6 ounces mm-hmm. and when we went to the pediatrician last week the week before he was 11 pound 3 ounces oh my god he gained weight well that's normal so when when you have a newborn they lose weight yeah and then they're supposed to gain their newborn weight back and then some so he gained he gained normal oh, okay. normal but he was already a big baby. So everyone's been saying that oh my god he's so big he's growing up blah blah blah. And I'm just uh, Jess and I are like no we don't want him to be big we don't want him to grow up. He's gonna be a chunky boy. I know but he's so advanced already too which makes me so proud but also really sad because I don't want him to be so. He advanced. was able to lift his own head up like a like few days he, after he was born. Literally. Like it's very he, strong. Yeah, he is very, very strong. It's so very cute. Strong boy. Okay. okay. Anyway, possession. To my talk about my child. Possession. <laughs> anyway, and hungry me. Yeah. Right. And hungry Taylor. <laughs> right, so anyway, possession. possession. Mrs. Chua came and was just like, "Yo, this lady possessed me, and I know who her killer is." <laughs> That's exactly how I she said it. I wonder how that police officer, what their facial expression was when she came up to the desk and been like, "Listen, Tom." 
Tom. This is where we're Tom. at. I was possessed Thomas. and blah, 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 killed blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I would have been like, all right, seems legit. Let's go. Like, I guess we'll fill out a report. Let's go fill out a report now. <laughs> but, okay. Whoa, where did I stop? Oh. All right. So, um, Mrs. Chua described her possession by Teresita as a blackout. Um, Dr. Chua was present, her husband, mm-hmm. for all three encounters. And oh my god, I lost. Okay, so for all three, they had three encounters. Is what I was essentially saying in my notes. I don't <laughs> okay. know. Um, they had three encounters before they actually went to the police. So three separate possessions, Jesus. and then they decided to and go. And then to they the decided police. to go to the police. Yes. Um, but then again, I would understand because you're like you're kind of like what's happening to me, and, and you probably are like this doesn't make any sense. Hmm. I wonder when she did she confess who the killer was in the last possession? Yes. So, um the first possession actually I have notes on that, so that will come later. Oh wait no, I have notes on that now. So the um first possession she introduced herself in Tagalog, actually. Okay. So pardon my Are you gonna say something in Tagalog? Yeah, because she said it in Tagalog. Do it. So Teres, the spirit of Teresita, yes. introduced herself through Mr. Chia by saying, "Ako i Teresita Basa." <laughs> That's all she said. That means I am Teresita Basa. Yeah. For anyone who does not understand, she Tagalog. said it with a very heavy accent, apparently. And Doctor Chua said that it was actually highly unusual for her, for her, for his wife to um, <coughs> have an accent. Because she didn't have one when she spoke Tagalog. I actually don't understand that. I don't understand that either. He was just saying it was weird for her to have an accent when speaking Maybe Tagalog. Maybe she just doesn't have a heavy Filipino accent. Oh, that's true. Because like, you, can, you can speak Tagalog and sound white as hell, like, like you just me. did. <laughs> um, but but <laughs> you know someone's like really... Really has an accent because when they speak in their English accent mm-hmm. or in English, and when they speak in Tagalog, they have an accent yeah. through and through. Okay. <laughs> like well, I mom. guess that's what he was. <laughs> I guess that's what he was saying. Yeah, so she he was probably just like she doesn't have an accent regardless yeah. whether she's talking in Tagalog or in English. So he found that weird. Yeah. Um, and then on the second possession. The spirit of Teresita actually talked about missing pieces of jewelry that her murder had stolen. Murderer okay. had stolen. Yeah. Um, and on the third one, her spirit had named her killer to be Alan Showery. Showery? Showery. Showery. A.S. The jewelry's we Oh, A.S. Yeah. Like Get on the ticket. tickets for A.S. For A.S. And Alan the jewelry's Showery. weird because only she would know that. Yeah. Because if it was obviously not in the apartment, no one obviously um, would have known that it was there. And something like wild happens with the jewelry. You might remember uh, it. Maybe. But, I don't know. Yeah. So there was a direct quote for what she said during one of her possessions. Mm-hmm. And she actually said it to Chua's husband specifically she said doctor I would like to ask your help the man who murdered me is still at large and I believe she said that um in her first possession so he must have been really freaked the fuck out yeah he would have been like oh what are you saying um and apparently while she was possessing her she was able to name their in-laws and daughter 
by mm. name, which is really fucking creepy. But yeah. then again, it's kind of like, eh, kind of iffy at the same yeah. time. This is a whole lot of if you believe in it or if you don't. Exactly. If you don't believe in stuff like this, this is kind of just like, eh. Yeah. But, if but you're it's really still interesting it, it is interesting because the jewelry part is really wild. When I read about it, my fucking voice is you, are, you, are you okay? <clears throat> I need to drink more water. You do. I didn't have any water today. I just had green tea. You're dry. Yes, I am dry. <laughs> like your skin. Um. Beach? <laughs> I do. I do need some water, though. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Um, so, wow, I said now this is where I get confused. That's a note to myself. So, <laughs> ah. so the suspect, Alan Showery, actually worked at the same hospital as Teresita and Mrs. Chua. But Mrs. Chua, I think, didn't work at the hospital during this time. Okay, so they, they both worked they, there, but they didn't work together. Yeah, they didn't work together. Okay. Um, but Teresita actually, worked I, with both of them I, separately. I think she worked more with Shari more than Chua. Okay. Because I think they were more on, like, acquaintances basis. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So um, some sources say that he worked as a hospital tech, while some said he was actually an orderly, which okay. are two completely different things, I'm pretty sure. I don't know the difference. Um... I know an orderly kind of takes care of patients, I think. I don't know, correct me. I don't know a lot of terminology. But those are what's... There wasn't really a clear thing on what he did. Okay. I also read that he was also um, a respiratory tech, too. So they were really close together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And apparently he also had a criminal record. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know for what. (laughs) <laughs> because I couldn't I dug a lot and it yeah. didn't tell me what his criminal record was for but I he wonder did if it was one. just little probably, maybe there wasn't a lot of information like petty thing. theft or some shit like yeah. that but um, they were close enough for Teresita to want to buy concert tickets for him Yeah. and assuming he is the actual killer and I mean assuming very strongly are you tired? Yes. He's <laughs> so yawning sorry. a lot. I'm trying not um, to yawn in the mic. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wow. My notes for myself are so annoying. <laughs> okay. So. Oh my god. No, I wrote about the police's inattentiveness to this. So, remember when I said they investigated friends and stuff? I don't understand why they didn't investigate him further, because they knew he had a criminal record. Did they know that he worked closely next to her? The thing is just that I don't even know. Like, I want to know. There's no way for us to know how thorough of an investigation the police did, because they obviously couldn't find any leads. But how... I wonder if they suspected him before or not, because it kind of linked up with the note. But then again, would the note be substantial evidence in that thing yeah because you can go one or two ways like you can be a detective that takes everything seriously Mm -hmm. and looks into literally every single detail which then i would think that they would look into the note or you can just think that it was just like a checklist or a task yeah. or something like take out the trash on tuesday or some mm-hmm. shit like that like something that wasn't but i i feel like I don't know. I feel like it's something that you would look into. Get concert tickets for AS. If mm-hmm. I was a detective, I would want to know who AS was. Yeah, kind of like... If she didn't write out his name. Like, you could have put get tickets for Alan. 
or get tickets for his whole name or something but you yeah. put as and i feel like that would intrigue me more mm-hmm. if it had his whole name in it i'd obviously still look into it because that's easier yeah but i could see like maybe the detec- the de- well <laughs> the detective that was on the case maybe saw that it was just initials and he didn't want to look into it anymore yeah. any further because he would have had to try and figure out who the fuck as was and all that stuff yeah that's true yeah it just depends i guess yep all right so after anyway (laughs) thank you for your input you're welcome (laughs) um the tree was told the police and the investigator for the case who the main investigator was joseph statula statula I almost said spatula. 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 Joseph Spatula. No. Joseph. Joseph Joseph Spatula. (laughs) Which is spelled S-T-A-C-H-U-L-A. I'm spelling them all out because they're all names I don't know how to properly pronounce. (laughs) Um, And the other police officers who are, of course, skeptical about it. Because as a police officer, I guess you would have to be very picky about what information you believe yeah. you want to follow because yeah. could the whole case is writing on evidence that you're trying to get and stuff true but um joseph i'm not gonna say his last name because joseph. it's hard joseph just decided to listen to them anyway because in an interview from chicago times in 1980 mm-hmm. he actually revealed that he trusted them because they seemed like educated and intelligent people okay um and it was a change from the usual informants that he usually met with I don't know what that means. He's probably talking about, like, back alley deals, talking to people that mm. scout around in the shadows. <laughs> kind of sketchy people. Sketchy, to get black market people. Yeah. <laughs> like the stuff you would see in old crime films. Yeah, yeah. That type of people, I think it was meant. But he decided to trust them because they seemed like very nice people or good people. Okay. That's what I should say. Positive intent. Yes, with positive intent. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and a quote from the March... 6, 1978 edition of the news newspaper from Port Arthur, Texas. He said that I'd just like to say that I didn't either accept or condemn it. I didn't go into any deep investigation of it, but it turned out the info they gave me was accurate. It was the jewelry really that broke the case. And the jewelry indeed it was. Oh, <laughs> because was it? Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> this is the oh, crazy part. Gross. <laughs> Sorry. Why is there... So, oh. Sorry. I looked at your head and it looked like your two uh, bobby pins were connected and it just looked like you had one big ass square pin in your head. <laughs> what? Continue. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on. So, the jewelry. Um, remember when I said that the spirit of Teresita mm-hmm. actually said that there's jewelry missing from our house that should be in the murderer's yeah, house. Yeah, that he stole, yeah. Yes. So when they went to investigate Alan Showery, they knocked on his door on August 11th of the same year with guns drawn at the Ooh, ready. okay. Yeah, they were Coming ready to do shit. Hot, hot. <laughs> then upon investigation, they actually found the missing jewelry that Teresia's spirit had described. It was a jade pendant and a cocktail ring. Mm. And here's the kicker. The cocktail ring specifically was being worn by Shari's partner at the time. Yanka Kalmuk, I think. Kalmuk. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Um, What's the name and, of a lot of difficult cases? I know. I mean, oh my goodness. You picked a case with a lot of difficult They're names. They're all difficult names. I said that all backwards. I know you did. It's English. <laughs> I said it with confidence. But... <laughs> I said it with a chest. All right. But <laughs> just to kick it in some more, um, Teresita's relatives actually will later confirm that, yes, those were her pieces of jewelry. Um... So... Yeah, the missing jewelry that the spirit said would be found in her murderer's house was found. And, and he his had, partner was wearing it. He would gave them to his partner at the what time. What a fool. It's like, here, How have this. don't kill somebody and then give them jewelry from that person. It's like, here, would you like a sign of my affection? Here's jewelry from a dead woman. R- seriously, like, he could have sold that shit case. and bought new jewelry. Why didn't you do that? Why did he take a dead woman's jewelry in general? Maybe because he thought it was nice and it was worth a lot of money. (laughs) Oh my god. But then at that point, I would have just sold that shit. That's true. (laughs) It's like, get something nicer for her that's not from a dead person. I was gonna say, she deserves real jewelry, not from a dead person. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So, at first, Shari actually denied the investigation because... He obviously yeah. didn't want to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then he confessed after they found the jewelry. It was claimed at first that he went voluntarily, but we'll get into that later because some people switch up their statements. I fucking hate that. Mm. I hate it when people can't mm-hmm. keep their statements straight because, yeah. first of all, dumbass, if you're trying to get away with something, keep your facts straight. You have to be on the same page all yeah. the time. It's like the, um, what was that case? That other old one? With the axe woman that killed her family. <laughs> the Victorian thing. I think it was in Lizzie Victorian. Lizzie Borden? Yes, it happened in the Victorian era, yes. right? Yes, Lizzie Borden. I was trying really hard to figure out what I forgot you were her name. About. But she couldn't keep her statements straight at yeah, all. Exactly. If you guys know that case, which you probably do. You can stay in the house. What? In the Lizzie Borden house? I know. I want to do it. We should do it. Absolutely not. Yes. Uh, yes. We're going to no. do some ghost hunting. Oh, I did That's not sign up for this no. shit. I signed up no, for a podcast. No, I'm saying it right now. If we ever do that, we're going to record it. It's going to be an episode. Duh. But who, no. Hold on. <laughs> this is. Okay. We're not talking about this right now. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to take note of that. Um, <laughs> the man signed a 13 page confession. Bruh. Yeah, 13 pages. That's saying, a long confession. Yeah, a whole 13 ass pages. Mm, uh, yes. <laughs> saying that he robbed Basa for rent money. But, you know, he only really came out with $30 in the end. So and jewelry that he could have sold for his rent. But Still he did. gave it to his partner. What's wrong with him? I don't know. This man That's is just. So bad. I don't know what's going on. This case is just so confusing but to also, me. So, if you're going to rob somebody, like. Don't do it when they're there if you don't have intent to murder. I know. And he, like, if his intention was just to rob somebody, he would have just robbed somebody. And the best time to rob somebody is when they're not in the he house. He also drew a lot of... Oh, my God. <clears throat> he also drew a lot of attention to the scene if he was the one that did it. Because exactly. there's still that thing of if he did it or not based off of the evidence that they had. Yeah. Um, and the witness statements, but he drew a lot of attention to himself where the murderer did by setting the whole place on fire. Exactly. That's why I'm like, 
he probably didn't have intent to murder, so why would you try and rob somebody when somebody's there? Yeah. It, the the fire sounds like he was scared that he'd leave evidence and they'd figure out who it was, so he just decided to burn down everything. Yeah. Mm. It's just a lot of what actually happened. No one knows. No one knows. It's all over the place. I know. And then, now we're going to go on to the trial portion of it, and this yeah. whole thing's a fucking mess. <laughs> So, the Chulists were called in for the trial, but they were actually called as witnesses for the defense of Alan Showery. Okay. So, they weren't there to, um, what's the word? What's the word? When you're against the defense. They weren't there to testify. That's the word. They weren't there there to testify against him. They're there to testify for him. Okay. Um, because Shaori's attorney, William Swano, wanted the trial to go a certain way by doing that. So he wanted to try and essentially debunk everything that Jews were saying, um, by claiming they actually hadn't arrested Shaori on any actual evidence. Okay. And by that, he means it's because they were doing it all based off of word of mouth and the fact that the main witness was, um... Or the main person that... What was I saying? Like they, Their they main source of information was someone that was saying they were possessed yeah, by the like dead person. Yeah, like it wasn't hard evidence. Yeah, it's not... That's the word. Him. They weren't basing anything <laughs> off of hard evidence. Yeah, wow, my brain's dying. It was just from a statement, verbal statement, yes. from some lady that states she was possessed by her. Mm-hmm. So that that's the way he was trying to turn the trial towards. Yeah. Um, and everyone taking part in the trial was kind of skeptical because of that accusation. Yeah. Because, like I said, it was a spirit they were saying told them everything they knew about the case. Um, so Swano attempted to establish that the Chewis had actually sold the jewelry to Showery okay. in order to have him framed. And he suggested that Mrs. Chua had actually disliked Shari because of a... They used the word crank call he made in July. I had to Google that. And apparently crank call around that time was used as the way... Not prank call, but a way to have like an argument over the phone. Or so very like, I'm calling you to make complaints about you because blah blah blah. Like they're trying to pick a fight over the phone. Like threaten? Yeah, like that. Oh, okay. Like I've that. never heard of that. I don't know either. Crank this happened during call. the 70s. So. True. Um, so he did that in July. And apparently she, he also tried to claim that she faked Boss's voice because she was fired from the hospital last summer. That doesn't correlate in any way. No, not at but all. But he's essentially trying to make her seem like a very jealous and vengeful woman. Okay. Over small things. Interesting. Yes, so that's how he's trying to debunk her statements. But the trial was really messy because no one didn't know what to make of the basis on which Shari was arrested yeah. on. So there's a lot of back and forth, a lot of, well, do she you want to believe this? Said, yeah, yeah, like that. That's all the cases, basically. Yeah. I mean, which, which makes sense because when you start bringing in, like, possession and the supernatural and stuff yeah you're absolutely gonna get people that are on the fence because isn't that kind of like separation of state and religion or something like that because (laughs) i mean possession and spirits can tie into religion so i understand why they would want to try and keep that away but um 
the Chulas did have an alibi, though, for that. Yeah. So, apparently, they were at a neighbor's for drinks, and that checked out, because the neighbor said, yeah, they were over, we were having drinks. Oh, okay. So, that happened. Yeah. Um, And Shari did admit that he was actually the male visitor mm-hmm. that was unnamed by her friend. Yeah, that the, the night friend of the heard call. in the background. Yeah, but later, he actually retracted it mm. by um, his sentence by saying that, yes, he did come over, but it was to fix her TV set, but actually left later that night. Lies. I know. And then his partner came along and said that she was out, and apparently he was actually doing electrical work at home. So this is what I'm saying. It's a little messy because everyone's statements are all over the yeah, place. Yeah, everyone's like, no, I was there. No, I was here. No, I was there. And then someone else said, no, you were actually here. Yeah. So that's... Messy as fuck. (laughs) Um, But despite some claiming he came reluctantly, like, people were trying to say that he was actually forced to come into the station. Yeah. Shari went with it and said that he was threatened by the police to come in for questioning. Because, you know, I said that they came in with their guns. Yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they came in hot, real hot. Yeah. And then he said that they also would arrest his pregnant wife, which was his partner at the time, and she was pregnant. As an accessory in his crime, if he didn't. Ooh. So he tried to say that they po- threatened him. Yeah, that they threatened him and threatened to throw his pregnant wife in jail with him if Damn. they didn't come. She didn't do nothing. I know. There she was gotta some... carry his child. Exactly. Crazy, crazy sperm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're saying now. <laughs> so... I'm just so cold. I have my arms in my shirt. I forgot to bring my sweatshirt. You look so creepy. Okay. <laughs> so after that hot mess of yep. a trial of he said this she said this no you i almost cursed really badly <laughs> no uh-huh. you goddamn piece of shit he said this that's what literally everyone was trying to say um i was getting so frustrated can you tell when i was okay, reading I this see. um so after that the defense eventually just pleaded guilty but they asked Oh, they pleaded guilty during a retrial. Okay. And Alan Sherry was sentenced to 14 years. That's it. But it wasn't for murder. It was for armed robbery and arson. So they didn't get him for murder because there was no real hard evidence. But he did confess to... To setting the place on fire and and for robbery. So he said armed robbery. I'm going to guess that was with a butcher knife. So how the fuck did that butcher knife end up in her? Exactly. So armed robbery. <laughs> so when they said, okay, I just realized that. you already confessed that you had a weapon with you when you went to rob her and she was clearly at home and then that said weapon ended up in her chest. I don't understand. I know. I actually just caught that armed robbery. That's hilarious. But also, like, if he burnt all the evidence, there, of course, wouldn't be any evidence. Yeah. Like, fingerprints would not be on the knife handle and all that shit. Yeah. See, I don't know. This is such, like, an inconclusive case. It's very unsatisfying. But his terms were concurrent terms of four to 12 years. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? People explain. Wait, what is it? So, he was sentenced to 14 years, but they were concurrent terms of 4 to 12 years. What does that mean? (laughs) Please help. I am Google. You are Google. She is Google. You're the keyboard. Keyboard ASMR. Um... 
Concurrent, right? Yeah. When sentences run concurrently, defendants serve all the sentences at the same time. Oh, so what? When sentences run consecutively, defendants have to finish serving the sentence for one offense before they start serving the sentence oh, for any other Oh, so offense. he was serving his sentence for armed robbery and his sentence for arson, I guess, at the same time? Did at they the sentence him? At the same exact time. Okay, so I guess those are different sentences. Yes. Okay, that so, makes sense. So he was sentenced to 14 years for... It just says 14 years. And then concurrent terms of 4 to 12 years. So he will serve 14 years total, and the 4 to 12 years will not be added after that. So in total, uh, he is sentenced to 14 years, including, that's including the 4 to 12. Okay. Now, if it was consecutive, he would have to serve the 4 to 12 first, and then serve the 14, or vice versa. Oh. So it would add to his sentence, but it's not, it's not adding to his sentence. He is just doing it all together. Okay. I see. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for coming to my third TED Talk on this podcast. <laughs> I just hit the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. He was sentenced to that. Not for murder. We don't know what the fuck happened with the murder. Yeah, and they kind of um, just let it go. Yeah, and the judge actually, when the sentence was still, the judge of the case, Judge Barbaro, I almost said Barbados. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Barbara. No, Barbados is a name of a game character of something that I'm playing right also now. Place. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Thank you. But I thought of Barbados as in, I don't know if I'm just going to throw this in. Actually, I'm not going to say it, because there's probably no one that is interested in what I'm about to talk about. No, no one is. But anyway, stop. <laughs> that's so mean. But Judge Barb... Oh my god. Barbara. Barbaro. <laughs> Barbaro um, commented that there was actually no real commitment that had been made by the court. There was no formal plea bargain, so it is just what it is on so how the case just, ended. Okay. Um... And I left a little thing. I, like, ranted underneath my notes. I said, and that was really frustrating, because did Teresita actually get justice? No. No. <laughs> no, um, There is a lot of open ends in this case. There is a lot of I feel very unsatisfied. Yes, yeah. Lots of loose ends. Um, despite Shari being convicted. I yeah, don't but even... he wasn't convicted for the right thing. He wasn't convicted for murder. We don't know if he was actually the one who murdered. Like, sure, he said a 13-page confession. It sounds real good, but is it true? It was very wacky conditions yeah. on which he was arrested on. Um, wacky tacky. I said, because I'm all for believing in the supernatural, but this case just felt very messy and all over the place. Yeah. And I tried to actually be very thorough. This was the case that I spent about two or three days researching on yeah before we ever recorded it the first time when i did it all from old newspaper articles bless yourself the one that charged me 70 dollars by accident and then i got a refund on it though so it's fine that's hilarious yes <laughs> i cannot but yeah that was teresita boss that was case. a good case yeah the second time around it was better the second time yes because it was all very cohesive yes this time. it was yes you weren't everywhere but it was good yes good job thank you good job well that's that yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it i really i think this is my favorite case to cover so far yeah definitely what's my favorite case my second one would be the cordelia botkin one because that one was crazy i really enjoyed the tiktok murders because it was just one 
funny. I think that one was my favorite episode so far, actually. I listened to it, and I I at least thought we were pretty funny (laughs) when we were recording it. So I posted it literally at, like, 12 Mm a.m. So I technically didn't post it on Sunday. Technically. No, no, I did actually post the episode on Sunday. But I didn't post the Instagram saying that we had an episode posted. Oh, my God. But it should have notified anyone who follows us or anything like that that we posted a new episode. You know what I just realized? I haven't what? been posting on Twitter at all. The last time What's I posted was for episode two. Oh, my God. Taylor. I don't know how. I manage the know, IG. I don't use social media. It's so hard. It needs to be a team effort. Mean? She really does not use social media I really media don't. That's all. why I'm so bad. I use main social media. This is to, so I really want to shut down all of my social media accounts. Minus our podcast, of course. Yeah. But I just want to unplug and deactivate for a couple months. But I was going to do it with Facebook months ago like in the beginning of the year but then we were having a baby so i was like i should probably just keep it around for the baby Mm -hmm. so we can post the whole we had a kid thing and shit like that and really i can deactivate it but now i'm a part of this mountain biking group on there and i'm really active on (laughs) it like i have commitments now yeah and i use facebook market all the time see the only thing i actively use is twitter and instagram and i mainly use those to just keep in contact with people just use it to stalk people no i use it to talk to people what are you talking about oh do you yeah it's just a messaging well that's how i use it i don't post anything on those yeah you don't Mm. And then I can't shut down my Instagram because I'm way more active on Instagram than you Facebook. Are. But I am happy I only have two social media platforms. And I don't really post anything like crazy. It's just my child now. It's just all about and him. And the animals and stuff. Right. But, but anyway. If you guys are on social media. <laughs> nice segue. Do you like these segues that I have on They've those? all been so smooth. So it makes slick, me laugh. slick, slick. No, don't. Oh my god. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, if you want to slide into our DMs. What what are you doing with your fingers? What are you doing? Thinking about food. Oh my god. Okay, hurry up before Taylor gets hangry and possessed. Um, Crime Sunday podcast, Instagram, Crime Sunday at Twitter, and Crime Sunday at gmail.com. Please send us pen pal emails. We will reply back, I promise. We have nothing better to do with our lives. Yes. So, yes, be pen pals with us. It's going to be great, good fun. I know y'all are at home. I know you have time. That sounded so scary. (laughs) I'm so sorry if she sounded threatening. I wasn't threatening. I just want to... Your tone of voice is just like, I know you're at home. Interact with our fans. I don't even know. Do we even have fans? I don't know. Are we even hip? Are we even cool? Hello? Is there anyone listening? Okay, but anyway. Anyway, um, this episode has gone long enough. I think this is our longest episode. I think so, too. I feel like it's been going on for hours. And I have to eat. Okay, yeah. We have to eat.